Welcome Black Hollywood Live fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk the German vegan revolution. Is pizza actually healthy? And we get an update from Dr. Shamika on our very own Fallon's Cleanse. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, Fit Club. All right, we are playing this music because I am the champion. <laughs> yes. I finished my 20-day cleanse. Yes, congratulations. Yes. If you guys missed out on what I'm talking about, the doctor, Shamika, is here, and I will tell you more about it in this episode. Um, this is Fit Club. You guys can find me on social media at Fit with Fallon or online at fitwithfallon.com. Shaka, where can they find you? You guys can find me, as always, at Shaka Strong on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And we have the very lovely Dr. Shamika, who she allowed me to try out her amazing cleanse for 20 days, and she is here now to talk about it. Where can they find you first online? You can find me at kmdherbs.com, which is the website, and Instagram is the same, kmdherbs. All right, so we have our topics first to talk about, and we will get the doctor's input on all of our amazing subjects, and then we'll go right into the cleanse. So the first one we have um, is Americans are, I guess, confused about what's really healthy, and I find this very, not funny, but uh, interesting because I see it all the time, and even I was confused when I was first starting out on my own fitness journey I remember, you know, um, a trainer, before I was a trainer, asked me, like, you know, are you eating healthy? I'm like, yeah, I eat Subway all the time. (laughs) And I remember him looking at me like, that's not healthy. And I see it now with my clients, too. A lot of times, you actually don't know what's really healthy. You think, you know, um, you cover your vegetables with soy sauce and hot sauce and you know you fry them and you think that's healthy but it's not Shaka what else did we find in this uh, yeah, study but it's funny because I had the same experience where I was pre- preparing for my first fitness show so mm-hmm. I should kind of already know what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. um, and a bodybuilder asked me what are you having so I'm having sandwiches and like I've really cut down the ice cream I just have like once a week and he just kind of freaked out because I didn't know what was healthy even though I thought I knew that what was healthy um, the study was interesting because it surveyed about a thousand adults and it found that um, 80% of people were found that they were giving, getting conflicting messages mm-hmm. and they weren't sure. And about, that, that led to over 50% of them not making healthy choices because they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it's interesting. We have this idea that we don't necessarily know what health means, mm-hmm. but we actually don't know. It's confounding our options and you know how we feed ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like people tend to look towards a person they know and they're kind of inundated with the rest of society and they're not sure what to do on that end. Yeah, and I also find that, um, and this study kind of proved it, that people would rather choose a friend over a dietitian or a certain health professional because when they research topics or subjects, they find that conflicting information. And I also find it interesting that um, I think this might be the reason why we have such a you know, especially here in America, a high obesity epidemic. It's because, okay, if you don't know what to eat, even my father, I remember, you know, when he had a stroke due to his diabetes, and he's like, I cleaned up my diet, I did everything, and even he didn't know after he saw, you know, his dietician. It's just like, I'm like, Dad, you can't be eating that rice. What are you doing? It's going to spike your glucose levels. Like, you have to white rice no you yeah. know so how do you i'm sure you get tons of people coming to you kind of thinking they're eating healthy they're living a healthy lifestyle and they're not yes know. and like 
we were saying there's so many inputs, you yeah. know, there's Instagram health, Twitter mm. health, then there's the news, there's magazines, there's radios, and then there's so many different types. It, like, are you getting your information from a, like a conventional doctor or mm -hmm. a nutritionist or is it a specialist in something else or so many times it's like studies based but then who's funding the studies mm -hmm. exactly you know so mm -hmm. it is true there's just so much conflicting information mm -hmm. and it's very confusing yeah i even yeah. have uh, two friends one is like a raw foodist nutritionist and the other one is like a strict dietitian and they say different things and i'm like okay yeah you know well, what is what which one wh who do i listen to i don't even know and then sometimes what i find is sometimes i have to kind of Try something for myself. How is my body reacting? How does it feel? Mm -hmm. You know, am I gaining weight, losing weight? You know, doing my own research. You know, what am I finding? Yeah, it's and crazy because we have no definition for healthy or health, but we're allowed to put it on packages. We're allowed to put it in commercials mm -hmm. and pitch things as healthy, but like there is no set definition. Right. So. Yeah, um, I guess in the the food world, you're technically allowed to put healthy on a product as long as it's low in saturated fat and has 10% of your daily requirements of vitamins. So that doesn't include, you know, like it could be totally processed. Yeah, yeah. and that's, and a, that's <laughs> the packaging. You can say healthy in a commercial or you can like, you know, yeah. put it out there as healthy. And that's what makes it so confusing because you think you're going to the grocery store and getting all healthy food, but yeah. it's just a marketing thing that you can do. Yeah. And then Fallon, you really nailed it on the head when you said it's it's for you, like what works for you when people start to listening to their own bodies. You can mm -hmm. take all the information you're hearing yeah. and then just take what works for you yeah. and then go from there. And yeah, it was interesting because the article talked about maybe healthy versus, versus using the word nourishment. You know, mm -hmm. what's healthy, but what's nourishing you. Mm -hmm. And you know, the example was going to the movie theater and you have, you know, maybe your weight and candy. You might still have dinner afterwards. Versus if you went to the movie theater and had salmon and brown rice and asparagus, your body wouldn't be needing to get right. other food afterward because you've been nourished. nourished. Exactly. Yeah, so. so you should be looking at nourishing food. And that's something yeah. that I learned on the cleanse too. You know, there were so many things that I could not eat, especially the first, I think uh, 10, 11 days I had to do raw food. And, you know, typically when I go too long without food, I'm like, just give me chocolate, give me anything, you know, just to, to satisfy that craving. But I think that's something that your body tends to gravitate towards just to get a, a quick glucose spike, yeah. you know, if you're feeling depleted and malnourished. But had I, you know, I noticed on this diet, I wasn't, I wasn't um, cleansed, I wasn't hungry at all. Yeah. And it was because I was being truly nourished. Yeah. And right? the, the way the shopping carts are set up oh, now yeah. too, like how interesting is that? Is that we have these shopping carts and what do we all do? We put our produce in that little area where your kid's supposed to sit yeah. and then you put all the processed food in that and huge oh, <laughs> thing, yeah. right? Uh, whereas it's not even designed for us to like have success. So one of my tips is to always just shop on the outside of the grocery store. That's mm -hmm. where they put all the healthier food and mm -hmm. stuff like that, the fruits and vegetables. Did you have any two or three tips of things that are mean health to you that you like look for when you're looking for healthy food for yourself? Um, when I think of healthy food, I just think of whole foods, mm -hmm. like non-processed yeah. first and foremost. Because if it's something that hasn't been really man-made or man-touched, it's usually okay mm -hmm. first and foremost. And then if there's a way to get organic, I prefer organic because at least I know the chemicals aren't on there. Yeah. So that's like the two main things that I look for. Writing this down. And then what, <laughs> what do you, 
What are your rules when you decide you're not going to have that raw food? You're going to have something off the reservation, something a little crazy, something fun. What are your rules for like keeping it balanced? I think balance is very important. Yeah. Like, even though Fallon did the raw, she did the cleanse and it started off raw, then it went to vegan and vegetarian, that's still not necessarily the way you have to live. Yeah. That was just specifically to get her body to a base to understand what works well for her body mm -hmm. and what doesn't. You should have what you want to have. It's about balance. Yeah. And then when you do have that, say, say even a donut makes you feel good, right? Mm -hmm. When you have that donut, you should really spend time and enjoy it. Like, get yep. the enjoyment out of it, and yeah. then that's okay. Yeah. So you satisfy that <laughs> craving, that need. <laughs> just eat it slowly and just enjoy it, yeah. and then know that the other 80% of your food's gonna be healthy. Yeah. yeah. The problem with us is we buy these donuts in huge packages, so then you wanna get the next one. For instance, this morning I went to 7-Eleven, and I was on the go quick. I got like a black coffee, put some cinnamon in it, and I walked, I'm, I love donuts, um, and I walked by, <laughs> these little packages of donuts and I haven't had it for maybe like two months now and I it's like the coconut crumb one it's so good she's already having flashbacks so I grabbed it and um, it comes in six mini ones yeah. and this is the first time in my life I ate three and didn't didn't even I had no desire to eat the whole thing yeah. before the cleanse for me I felt like I wasn't in control of my cravings. Now, I can eat three, get that satisfaction. Actually, it was a little too, too sugary. Yeah. <laughs> and and stopped myself after three. And then I just threw it away because I knew if I got bored or delayed lunch, I would have reached for the rest. But that was the first time that I was like, wow, I don't have to eat the whole thing. I listened to my body. Right, because your body has truly been reset because we kind of took it to a level that mm -hmm. it's now... When it craves something, it truly is craving. Versus before, you might have been craving it just because you were so used to the sugar all the time. I think so. so then, you like you were yeah. referring to, you don't have an, a limit when to end. Mm -hmm. Now you have a limit because you're listening, but it's from a true place. Yeah. And oftentimes before, too, I would eat certain snacks late at night, and then I would wonder why, hey, why can't I fall asleep? Yeah. Just like coffee. You know, you drink coffee late, and then you're up all night. So uh, this next story that we have for you, what snacks help you... Um, I guess sleep better at night. What should you be eating to help yeah. promote uh, better sleep for you? So right now, um, only a third of only, actually it's a big portion, a third <laughs> of Americans are not getting enough sleep. Yeah. And I see it all the time, even with my clients, and I'll ask them, okay, what are you eating before bed? Yeah. The high sugar, the coffee is usually the two culprits that will, you know, not let you get some sleep. So, Shaka, yeah. we have some other snacks and things that you can yeah. eat to, I call it the itis. Yeah. Give you the itis yeah. to this help is, you fall asleep. This is one of my favorite ones because food and sleep are so, so important, especially when it comes to the body, obviously what yeah. you put in. But sleep is one of the things we all kind of neglect because it's not yeah. something we can actively work at, like mm -hmm. go to the gym or like work on that diet. Yeah. Um, and that, that's my last thing that I need to work on for me because I don't get really great sleep. So it was a great article. So it looks like tryptophan is like, you know, the mega the mega punch that you know, we kind of attribute to that turkey dinner after uh, Thanksgiving where you want to mm -hmm. fall asleep. Because turkey's got high amounts of tryptophan, but it's found in other fruits and other vegetables as well. Mm -hmm. And so it's high in chicken. Um, I believe we had high in um, pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds, uh, sesame seeds, sesame seeds, soybeans, soybeans, granola even. Granola, low fat yeah. cheese. Um, so these things kind of also stimulate your melatonin as well um, and your serotonin. So you feel relaxed and you feel like you're ready to sleep. Yeah. And that's nice to get it in a natural way instead yeah. of, you can get melatonin 
capsules too, mm -hmm. but this is nice that you yeah. gave some suggestions of yeah. things you can do naturally. And, and hopefully you wake up a little full so you're not ready to yeah. eat. You know? <laughs> and even there's fruits, um, pineapples, oranges, bananas, all those things can attribute to helping you sleep better at night. Yeah, I'm going to start making a little bit of like a, a fruit bowl now mm -hmm. and with a little granola with some of that there and see if that works, you know? Yeah. And then other foods that contribute to um, less sleep are things that are low in fiber but high in fats, spicy foods, um, like I said, caffeine. Um, usually there's a recommendation, a no caffeine six hours before you go to bed. Yeah. Was that something that you would recommend? I, I think everyone reacts so differently to caffeine. Mm -hmm. I have to have it before 3 p.m. Otherwise, I'll be up to like 2 yeah. a.m. Yeah. But and yeah, that's a good one, though. And they also say here to avoid large meals before bed. But see, I find opposite. If I'm really full, I want to just oh pass out. Yeah. So I don't know about that one. I thought that one was interesting. Yeah. Everything's person-specific, so you yeah. have to <laughs> listen to your own body. And if you're eating pizza before you go to sleep um, and you're wondering, is it really healthy mm. or not, um, we have another great um, story kind of to tell you. So um, both pizza... Well, I should say pizza can be both healthy and not healthy. Yeah. So the verdict is out. It's not just, you know, one way. It's not, you would think it's unhealthy. However, it really depends on what you put on your pizza. Yeah, Shamika, do you eat pizza? <laughs> uh, your own type of pizza, maybe, My own that type you of make? Pizza, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. then you can put what you want to put on it. Yeah. And I'm not big on dairy, so I don't. Do the typical pizza. pizza. Yeah. yeah, so you probably do vegan cheese, cauliflower crust, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. You're like, Pretty no, much. I don't make cauliflower yeah. crust. Uh, do you? Cauliflower crust is good, though. Yeah, I've so tried good. to make yeah. it, and it came out so watery. I was so frustrated. Like, I tried to do the cheesecloth, and like... Uh -huh. Yeah, I knew this, I this lady, she has a, it's like gluten-free Sweet Megan. She has this bakery, and she like sent me out some pizza oh, crust, and it was all made from vegetables and stuff like that. It was good. So they were able to do vegan cheese <gasps> on it. Yeah, it was so good, Ooh, so good. I yeah. try some. And so they say to watch out for the sodium, I guess. The sodium is really a big culprit that you might find in tomato sauce. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you just want to find a low-sodium tomato sauce. Um, find maybe a natural vegan cheese. You can mm -hmm. go with the processed stuff, or you can maybe find like a good nut cheese. Um, mm -hmm. That would be a little bit healthier, cashew cheese, almond cheese. Um, and so it really depends on loading up with a bunch of veggies. Mm -hmm. You know, your green peppers, your your jalapenos are good for for weight loss too and upping your metabolism. Yeah. So things like that are just excellent. Yeah. Oh, one thing I didn't talk on um, about the sleep. Uh, sleep is so important for weight loss. Yeah. When I was doing my Fit to Fat show for the weight loss portion, I'll tell you, when I paid attention to my nutrition and my sleep and maybe didn't work out as much as I should, I found I was losing more weight because that's where you recover. Yeah. So you want to stay away from the pizza late at night <laughs> before you go to sleep. Unless it's good pizza. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's some good granola pizza. and some pineapple. But make sure you're getting enough sleep. And I promise you, you will wake up in the morning and be lighter yeah. because your body had enough time to recover and break down and process different foods and burn fat and all those things. So. All right. Okay, let's talk about too much exercise yeah. can actually cause a leaky gut. Now, we know um, we know the gut plays uh, an important role on digestion, yeah. but I didn't know until this um, research, then to Shaka, you showed yeah. me this, that actually too much exercise can be bad for your gut. So yeah. can you explain more? Well, yeah, this was news to me because actually as I was reading this, I was like, actually, I don't even know what leaky gut is. <laughs> I, was like, I actually have no idea. So there's like a lining um, of your, your gut, your intestines, where that kind of keeps the bad stuff in your um, out of your bloodstream. Okay. And so that lining, it's permeable. 
So when you exercise too much, it's easier for that the toxins to get into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you're trying to avoid because that causes sickness and you know yeah. other health problems. Um, so it, they found that these guys that were doing, what is it? They did a thousand mile, no, 31 mile cross country ski trip. Oh, wow. Yeah, and with okay. about how much, I forget how many pounds Maybe they held on their lot. back. Yeah. Maybe oh, 100 wow. pounds or 90 pounds of um, just, you know, weight on their back. <laughs> These were all military Mili people, It was a military so it wasn't training. just the average person. Yeah, because <laughs> so, they wanted to see what the long-term effects of um, were of hard training. And so they measured these guys um, at different spots during this, um, this run or the ski, and they found that they all suffered from symptoms that indicated they had a leaky gut when they had gone, I forget what measure they had gone, but it was kind of deep into the workout. Okay. And so now we're finding that you have to be careful when you exercise. You can't push it too far because you might be hurting your internal health. So do you come across a lot of people who have leaky guts? How do you find out that they have a le leaky gut? And um, yeah, what's the long-term issues if you stay with the leaky gut, don't know it, what, what can happen? I come across leaky gut a lot. But now, with the athletes, yeah. and that's very interesting, right? Because you would never think of it. Yeah. Like, okay, you're exercising, but it's actually harming your health. Mm -hmm. But how you have to view it is this was very intense exercise, right? Yeah. Like what you described. So anything intense in our bodies is a stress on mm. our bodies. It's causing a stress. What happens when your body's stressed? Cortisol. Cortisol, exactly. So cortisol is released, and cortisol has been shown to actually go into the gut and it causes what you're talking about, that permeability, it causes it to break open. Mm -hmm. So cortisol, and there's another hormone, it's called CRH, it's a little more technical, corticotropin-releasing hormone, but it's very similar, and it's also caused from stress, and it also goes to the gut and does that. Mm -hmm. So that's like the science behind it. Mm -hmm. This is very extreme exercise. So in a way, like, you want to be moderate with it. You don't want to push too hard. This was like extreme, extreme. Yeah, this was like cross-country skiing, 30 miles with weight. But some people nowadays, it's a, it's a craze, right? Like they, yeah, they think the more the yeah. better. Yeah. It's like every day, two times a day. Sometimes people kind of post or, you know, I went three times a yeah. day and they want to tell their friends, like, this is my third time in. Yeah. That's not necessarily yeah. healthy. And it comes back down to moderation mm -hmm. for everything. Yeah. So again, how do you know, like how would I know if I had a leaky gut? What would I come to? What are symptoms? I guess what are the first symptoms of having a leaky gut? Leaky gut is almost anything can be attributed to a leaky gut. Like you can even look at conditions like thyroid issues, mm. um, arthritis, inflammatory issues, um, psoriasis, eczema. Like it's kind of sounds strange. It's from coming from the mm -hmm. gut. But the reason is, I'll, tell you an interesting way to explain this. Um, when you think of the immune system, mm -hmm. right? Um, okay, have an orange and it increases your immunity. Or you might read an article, 10 ways to boost immunity. Mm -hmm. This immune system, where is this immune system? Like, where is it? <laughs> it what's interesting is 80% of the immune system in our body is in our gut. Mm. Our immune system is basically our gut. So if you think about it, you want to keep your gut, which is kind of your stomach, intestines, you want to keep it healthy because yeah. that is our immune system. So anything that disrupts the gut, like a leaky gut, is affecting our immunity. So so just anything then, so that, that just makes you susceptible to all kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, which is why it's so important. And that's why you've been hearing the term leaky gut so much because anything that disrupts the gut can lead to leaky gut, which causes a host of issues. Mm -hmm. So things like the cleanse that you did, it focuses on Cleaning. Oh, yeah, there was one that was for the gut and... Yes, for the colon, but yeah. just in general, all the herbs you're taking, uh -huh. all the alkalinity, it's all to 
keep the gut healthy. Mm -hmm. So how do you actually keep the gut healthy, yeah. right? You want, in our gut, you have to imagine your gut like a, a battlefield. Mm -hmm. There's good bugs and bad bugs in this battlefield, constantly fighting every single day. Yeah. And there's a balance. Mm -hmm. And you have to keep that balance of the good guys and the bad guys right. So um, I can tell you something. What are some things that can damage the good? Yeah. If you damage the good, then you have a bunch of bad, mm -hmm. right? If you yeah. have a bunch of bad, they can permeate and cause that leaky gut. So what can cause the good guys to go away? Um, sugar, okay. GMO foods, mm. um, any sort of like toxins and artificial things anything that can harm these good guys causes the bad guys. So how, how can you put in positive? Yeah, can you repair leaky gut on your own? You can. Okay. And I will, the way you do it, and it, the way you do it is that you have to put in more good guys. Yeah. So how do you get more good guys? Because you want more good guys to fight in mm. the battle. So when you think of good guys, I'm talking like good bugs, which yeah. is bacteria. I'm just using yeah. the word good bugs. Think about sour foods. Hmm. Sour foods, what are sour foods? Like, um, like lemons or? Um, kombucha. Oh, okay. Apple cider vinegar. My two favorites. <laughs> okay, fermented um, vegetables. Okay. These are all sour. Yeah. So pickles. Pickles. I love pickles. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, give me another yes. reason to eat pickles, okay. Yes. So now these actually contain probiotics. So that's what oh, probiotics okay. are actually good bugs. Yeah. So this, these are actually good bugs that you're putting in your system known, and that's what a probiotic is. Mm. So another way to get probiotics is um, you can eat yogurt has mm -hmm. the probiotics in them. Um, kefirs, there's certain foods that actually have probiotics as well. So you want as many good mm -hmm. as you can. And probiotics, sorry, probiotics are not synonymous with prebiotics, are they? No. No, now, pr now prebiotics, that's a great question as well. Prebiotics are basically fibrous material, mm -hmm. and it helps the probiotics. It gives nutrition to the probiotics. Ah, okay. So it's like the nutrition for them. Okay, so you great. want a lot of fiber to help your probiotics, gotcha. which are your good um, bacteria, awesome. basically. Um, now, if you think of the antibiotic, yeah. antibiotics, it's like a big nuclear war in your stomach. Oh, yeah, it kills all the good, um, this is TMI, but most women know when you take, um, you take antibiotics, you're probably going to get a yeast infection because now your right. your balance is. So then you got to get a pill for <laughs> to cure the yeast yes. infection. Exactly. Sorry, Shaka. <laughs> but exactly, because you're killing everything now—the yeah. good guys and the, and bad, the bad guys. guys. It's like yeah. a big nuclear war in there, yeah. and nothing good happens. Yeah. So um, the whole point is, even if you do eat something, like say you do eat something with a lot of sugar, like mm. some candy or chocolate or something, ice cream. It's okay. You just now you got to realize that inside the gut it's a disbalance. So you got to put a lot of Balance good in. It. Oh, okay. So yeah. take in your apple cider vinegar mm. or that stuff you like, yeah. mm -hmm. or take in your yogurt and just or take a probiotic supplement. There's a mm. lot of supplements mm -hmm. out there. So if you're not going to have um, kefir and the, the foods that you like, maybe other people don't like them. You can get a very good supplement to keep that balance going. Mm -hmm. So that's why cool. it's so important to have that balance. When mm -hmm. you have that balance, you're not going to have the leaky gut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's how it all connects. Okay, so um, I have a question with yogurt. You know, you just said it's good for you, it has the probiotics, but it's also dairy. So for those of us who are trying to eliminate dairy, mm -hmm. what would you suggest? <laughs> I mean, I had a, a fake almond or coconut 
a yogurt, and it was disgusting. Oh, oh okay. That's what I was going to tell you. <laughs> it was disgusting. I'm and sorry. I just disgusting. didn't do it for So me. I was going to say that, though. I was going to say there's coconut keepers and almond keepers. Yeah. But if you don't want to go Wait, the, what's a keeper? It's like another fermented type of yogurt. Okay. So if you don't want to go that route, keeper. then what you should do is do the apple cider vinegars, the kombuchas, the okay. kim kimchi. Kimchi, yeah. okay. It's like a fermented cabbage. Because I do the water every morning with um, the apple, apple cider vinegar. Okay. So If you do about two or three things for your probiotics, then you're good. So if I have a pickle a day, <laughs> apple cider <laughs> water, yes. and... Keeper. Keeper. Or kombucha, I'll be yeah. okay? Yes. Just <laughs> okay. like incorporate those and then you can maintain your healthy gut. Because when you have that healthy gut, um, first of all, your immune system soars. Mm. Like you're not going to get sick as often. Your digestive system works a lot better and you're going to absorb more vitamins and you're going to really have less disease yeah. because everything centers from there yeah i see a lot of clients too who um i can always tell when their immune system is breaking down because they'll sometimes get a cold sore and then after they'll get sick so is that is that a way is that that's I'm not a doctor, so I, that's what I assume. No, definitely. Like, oh, your your immune system is low. You should probably, you know, drink some more vitamin C or. No, something. you're right on because okay. the immune system has dropped, which allowed the virus to come back. Because uh, those viruses in cold store, they live in your body and then they come and express themselves when your immunity is low. Got it. So that's exactly right. Okay. So they need to build on their immunity. And the thing is, I, I think we all forget, we have to be doing these things on a daily basis, even when we're healthy. Vitamin yes. C supplementation doesn't help you when you're already sick. sick yeah. exactly. People start popping it when they feel Airborne, sick. And I'm, no, you like, have to have it in your late. body, and yeah. it has to be working. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, that makes sense. And then you'd probably get sick less, too, yeah, if you're exactly. doing it all the time. All right, let's talk about this cleanse. Yeah. Okay, oh my so <laughs> I'm gonna dive into it. It's I know 20 days, I right? was, yeah, so it was 20 days. I was posting a lot about it the first week, the second week, and then I went MIA because it got real. <laughs> like, this was no joke. It was, I mean, the, the first week was the hardest because um, you put me on the raw vegan, which means like you can't have anything grilled, heated up. It's like basically, you're eating salads and your salads in a juice. Salads, nuts, It warmed my heart but to see you out here. Yeah. Unroasted nuts. But like, it, I, I felt so good seeing you out here eating all that big bowl of fruit. I was jealous. The fruit looked good, too. No, it is. Yeah. There's a good guy on the corner. He has uh, a fruit oh, nice. oh, yeah, you were interested. She had a huge oh, thing. I was like, yeah. Delicious. But I remember the first time I went to Whole Foods, I was so frustrated. I went in there excited. I'm like, I'm going here and get on my raw food. Then you saw the prices. No. <laughs> the prices, but you know, it was really hard because everything says organic or non-GMO or, but you don't know what like was really raw and I didn't know like really what to eat. So then what I did, I just brought it back to the basics and I felt like that helped the most. Making my own, what was it, the ginger carrot oh, dressing, which was, dressing. I, yeah, so good. Um, making my own salads, making my juices from scratch, having my raw nuts, um, that really helped me in the first portion. And really, I mean, I lost seven pounds over the, the 20 days, but really I lost probably the first five in that first week of the raw vegan. And I probably could have lost even more had I worked out too, but that just shows you that stubborn 
five pounds, seven pounds, 10 pounds that you're trying to lose, I highly suggest doing something like this because it really proved to me that diet is so key. Of course, right? yeah. yeah. So then um, after begging Shamika, please, I can't, I need some something roasted. She was like, fine, okay, you can do vegetarian. So mm -hmm. then day, I think 11 to 15, um, I did, no, vegan, regular vegan. So yeah. it wasn't raw anymore, but now I could kind of cook some stuff. Um, what, what were you missing? Well, like when you, like when you wanted that, like were you missing just like the warmth of food, the hot, the heat of you food? You know, um, it just, my... I think my body just wasn't used to eating. You know, I was referring to it, the raw por portion, as sad food. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so the taste, you, were you missing it a just, taste or were you missing? You know, when yeah. you're spoiled of, you know, having meat, having dairy, having, and then you get it all taken away from you, it's a big adjustment. But towards the end of the first 11 days, my taste buds were alive. Yeah. Like, when I came in here and had that bowl of fruit, I was in heaven. <laughs> like, when I would make certain salads, you think I was having a steak. Mm -hmm. Like, it was so good towards the end. But I think my mind, mm -hmm. my body, and my taste buds had to kind of... Um, you know, break away from having eating, you know, yeah. all kinds of food. When I like, I literally, I was almost a slave to my appetite before. Whatever I craved, I literally, like, if I was at work and I'm like, I need a coffee latte with, you know, whipped cream on top of it right now. Like, I would justify, okay, I will work out harder tonight to justify this. And I would go and get it. And what I found too doing this cleanse is, I'm no longer a slave to my food. You know, I I can go to, I did a retreat too during, I think it was day 15. Um, I did 15 to 17. I went to like a psychology group retreat and um, I was really worried about the food that would be served there because when I see food, I have to eat it. So, and I'll Seafood tell you, exactly. and I talked to the chef and I said, hey, I'm uh, vegan right now. Can you just right pre now. prepare <laughs> vegan meals? And he was like, yeah, no problem. So I remember every meal, I still would be the first person in line. I'm like, do people not love food here? Like, why am I the first one? But I did not, I looked at the meat and I actually had no desire, mm -hmm. which was interesting because I thought out of anything, that I would, would really miss the meat. And like I said before, I really enjoyed my vegetables and like I had like this, um, this taco version of, I don't know, he did like sweet potatoes and something else and it just, my mind didn't know the difference. It was yeah. amazing. Now, what made you really, you were very disciplined during this time because we kept in touch a lot and mm -hmm. you were you were not wanting to sway off it. Like, what kept you going? Um, hmm. I think in my heart, and especially doing this show and you like being with Shock all the time <laughs> and seeing other people and, and, and knowing all the research that I do, I know in my heart having processed food and meat food isn't good for me. And I felt as if this cleanse was the only real chance that I would give myself to give my body this um, opportunity. So I felt like if I caved in and broke, 
that um, it would have been downhill the whole time. And then when else are you going to have this much support? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I had, you mm. know, you were great. I would constantly text you, like, you know, and the only thing that I really craved a lot was chocolate. Like, that I noticed. I am addicted <laughs> to chocolate. And you gave me a great uh, raw vegan um, kind of dark cacao or dark chocolate bar that I could eat. So I think that was day 15 that kind of held me <laughs> over a couple days. Um, but yeah, that was probably the hardest part of the cleanse. And TMI, I wasn't constipated. I was going to the bathroom normally. At one point, I even was like, is that kale in there? I was like, why is it? <laughs> Like, literally, I had vegetables and fruits in my poop. I was like, this is insane. I was like, I am turning into like an animal. <laughs> exactly. It was uh, kind of crazy, but what else did I? It's so interesting when your digestion does change and pretty much improve like that, yeah. how it just affects your whole body. Yeah, right? it was insane. Like, and, you know, I am, like, the cleanse ended on Friday. I still uh, haven't ate meat. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you, what, what, what did you do that you weren't doing before that you did on the cleanse that you're still doing now? What, say that again? So, what new things did you do on the cleanse that you still do now? Um, as a result of the cleanse. Like, so you, you haven't had meat, so that's yeah. one, so yeah. So I'm finding uh, ways to enjoy dinner without reaching for the meat. Yeah. Like, I'll think at night, okay, you know, before I would look at a plate of food and say, okay, this needs to be good carbs, this needs to be vegetables, and this has to be protein. Yeah. And now I'm filling in that area with more vegetables mm -hmm. or different things that I wouldn't have ate before. So now when I look at a salad, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put some garbanzo beans and avocado instead of grilled salmon or chicken on top so are you still doing the carrot ginger are you still like making these juices and stuff like that yeah, yeah. so i have um, sauces, the, yeah. yeah i have the dressing and cool. making my own juice um yeah so i'm 25 days in meat free and i am actually afraid to eat meat i am scared <laughs> that once i have it that it's yeah. like gonna be all down yeah. <laughs> so um it's it's very very interesting how yeah, I you just You would have never, never thought because yeah. Fallon mm -hmm. came into this not thinking that you would ever, not ever have a desire for meat. Yeah, like you, not have came, a desire right, for meat. Yeah. Yeah. When you came into it, oh, you were not yeah. like, yeah. That's how I felt before my vegan never. lifestyle. I never thought I would never not eat. Because my mom went vegetarian before I went vegan. And okay. before I even thought about going vegan. Yeah. I remember going, are you insane? Like, yeah. and my family's from the Caribbean, so we were raised on goat and oxtail. So yeah. we were, not just meat, but like all kinds <laughs> of meat, you know? And yeah. it's really good. It's in part of the culture. Yeah. So it, I never thought I would not have a craving for meat. The other day I smelled bacon, and like a strong odor of bacon. It smelled good. I was almost nostalgic, but no craving for it, yeah. you know? And I, I went without coffee the entire time, too. I forget that's that. Crazy. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. That's, yeah. a, that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't think I'm addicted to coffee either, um, but I ended up having coffee. Uh, uh, hot chocolate, but it was with water, and you told me it's actually cacao powder or whatever, right. so it doesn't uh, count. It's really as vegan any... as well. Yeah. yeah, I had no idea. I, I just was like uh, at the retreat. I was like, I need. Yeah, I don't something. know if I could have done that. No coffee. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, and I have this pre-workout that I, I literally was begging Shamika for to allow me to have, and then she caved and she said, "Fine, you can have a little." And then <laughs> I actually reversed, and I was like, "No, I can't have it." Yeah, good. Have yeah. It. it was very. Um, why, why did you want the pre-workout? I just, 
I felt like everything was stripped from me, <laughs> you know, that like I needed just one comfort thing. And that is mental. And yeah. it had her caffeine. You knew yeah. it had your caffeine in it. Yeah, so yeah. It, it was caffeine in the pre workout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the caffeine was in it. So I felt like, but, um, and I, I went to this retreat because I was thinking, like, okay, I'm getting the physical um, cleanse, but let me emotionally cleanse. Yeah. And, it was intense this retreat and I so wanted to cave but I was like no you can't like this is good for your body your soul your mind yeah. you did it bam all together like yeah. you had the body and the mind at the same exact time that's yeah, like it major was pretty yeah pretty I don't intense. know if I could have done that sort of oh transformation in 20, I took three years ago vegan so I don't know if I could have done it in 20 yeah. days well you you helped me with this too I mean we've been doing this um podcast for what yeah about a year now yeah. and about since the beginning you've been trying to and then we had John Sally on here and I'm like I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it still never did it you know but you took me to the vegan festival yeah. and you told me I think over a year ago about your cleanse yes. still didn't do it yes. and then finally I was like you know what now's the but time but I think that's life I think sometimes we all for all of us we all yeah. have to get different messages and hear them over and over again till we yeah. do it no matter what it is if it die or yeah. something else so sometimes you just takes us a while to catch up to what we're hearing mm -hmm. around us. Yeah. And when it happens, it, it was really the right time exactly. for whatever reason. Yeah, I think so too. Now, coffee is not really bad. It's just not good when you're dependent on it, you know, or yeah. if it's keeping you awake. So yeah. coffee actually has a lot of benefits. Yeah, yeah. and I, I try to, when I do drink coffee, like today I had black coffee with, yeah. was it today or yesterday? Did I have coffee today? Yeah, I had a little today. And just put cinnamon in it. So I think it's the lattes you got to be careful yeah. for. And, you know, the frappuccinos with whipped cream and Same all that Same thing with stuff. coffee. I remember the first time I had a coffee, I was like, I can never imagine having this without cream and tons of sugar. And for years, that's how I had it. Mm -hmm. And then I remember one day, someone said, don't drink your calories. I don't know where I heard it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, true, I shouldn't do that. Yeah. And that's where I started, like, dieting was I started with my drinks. And I went to black coffee, and it, it tasted awful, but A, I liked the effect. And then B, I just <laughs> wanted to be able to eat really bad food. Yeah. So I thought, if I don't drink my calories, I can eat bad food. And that kind of set up, a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set me up later on in life. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's tough, but once you put your mind to it, mm -hmm. you're, you're ready to do it. And then pretty soon you enjoy that flavor, and oh, then yeah. you go to the other sugary one with the milk, it doesn't yeah. taste the same. Yeah. And I love that now that your taste buds changed, because uh, you know, <laughs> someone gave me a bunch of Oreos, and I'm the type of person I used to eat a full package of Oreos oh, in yeah. one sitting. No problem, that was my jam. Yeah. I finally had Oreos in like, hadn't had them in like maybe a year or so. Mm -hmm. Three or four, they were too sweet, and I was done. Yeah, same and so it took, it took me, I still finished the package, but it took me about, <laughs> oh. took me about a week. It took me about a week, as opposed to one night. You yeah, know? same thing. I, yeah, I was telling you guys, yeah. um, this morning I went to the store, and I'm like, yeah, I'm off my cleanse, I got my coffee, and I saw these donuts that I always get. They're the little 7-Eleven, six mini donuts with crumbs on it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to have some. And usually I'll finish all six. And I had three, and I was done. And I had no craving to have more. I actually found that, wow, these are so sugary. Before, it was like Normal. heaven, you that know? Was it, yeah. And I actually threw the rest out because I was like, this is not going to nourish my body. When I get hungry later, I'm just going to reach for them. And my body is telling me, you've had enough. Yeah. So one thing I could say, too, about this cleanse is that I've learned to listen to my body. And I feel like, for me, that's been the theme of my year, is to listen to myself. I think so often, whether it was relationships or work or food, you know, if I was at a social event, it was, you know, drink what other people are drinking, eat whatever is there, you know, 
take whatever is given to you. And I finally, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can trust myself. Mm -hmm. I can trust myself as to what is good for me and what is not good for me and what I want and what I don't want. And right now, like I said, even after this cleanse, I don't want me. It's, yeah. Yeah. And you really did something intense. Like, it was 20 days. It was a big shock to your oh, system. Oh, man. That was the, the like, hardest thing. I, I swear. I think this might might have been harder than gaining weight and losing it. Oh <laughs> it was. Yes. And then you were taking herbs every two hours. Yes. to be really methodical. Oh, yeah. man. That was that yeah. was hard. It was going through all your different organ systems. And then that 20 days, it's not like your cleanse. You know, you're done with your cleanse, but it's not like it's over. It's like the effects because you really mm -hmm. went through to the cellular level in your body, mm -hmm. getting it to optimal. So mm -hmm. that's going to last a very long yeah. time. Yeah. So you're still going to feel like, oh, yeah. I don't feel like the sugar or the the meat, or you'll start, you know, your own body will tell you what it's want for a mm -hmm. long time because yeah. now your set point's completely different. Different, yeah. yeah. And it's harder because you're going to have, you did something that I think is setting you up for the rest of your life. Yeah. You yeah. Know, with Fit to Fat to Fit, at least you knew it was like, okay, it's over this many yes. months, it's over this many months. <laughs> yes. But now you got to think, well, I want to continue this yeah. for a while yeah. now, you know? I know, I was, I was debating, I'm like, am I going to be pescatarian in my <laughs> cave and want tuna fish? Or maybe I'll be a flexitarian. Yeah. I'll go home and eat meat and then come back and not eat it here. I don't, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Well, yeah. we'll definitely uh, be checking with you every week, see, <laughs> see what you're doing, see what and you're on. <laughs> shout out to you guys out there. You guys have helped me stay accountable, too. When I was posting those videos of my little diaries and updates of the cleanse, I had so many people reach out to me and say, like, you can do it, or, hey, I've always wanted to do one. I have a couple people who are doing it right now, so I want to wish you guys luck. And then if you still want to do the cleanse, even though I'm done, that doesn't mean you can't do it. So um, Shaka, uh, Shamaka and I, we have a code. If you, does the code still work? Yes. Okay, so the code, we have a code for you if you want a discount on the cleanse. You want to put in FIT5, and you can either contact me or Shamaka. You can reach her, or once you put the code in, she'll know who you are, and she can reach out to you. But if you do this, please keep me updated. I want to hear all your results. I want to hear about how you feel if you lost weight you know do you feel more energetic i have energy even without coffee now my right. skin is starting to look better and you know i didn't even get facials mm -hmm. i'm all around feeling better inside and out that's great and then i have one more question too so now that i'm going to try to stay on this vegetarian journey um but i don't know how much protein i should be eating because People think you should eat so much protein, but I actually don't feel like I need a lot of protein. But what things should I be eating to get my protein resources from? And how much do you suggest if there's an amount? I think there's different... You can go to different people and they'll tell you different amounts, like we were discussing before, yeah. like body weight in pounds should be the amount of protein in order to maintain mm -hmm. where you are. If you want to build muscle, then go above your body weight. Um, but what you what you may have come across recently is like, hey, I might not need as much protein to feel the way I was. And going with your theme of the year and what the theme should be for all of us is to go how you feel. You can put yourself on the like grams of protein and see how you feel, okay. see how your muscle stays, and then you can adjust it yourself mm -hmm. rather than just following this yeah. formula yeah. that and exists. Yeah, I think the important part is to track. I, I, mean, yeah. I don't do this because it's cumbersome and tedious but you know <laughs> if you're really it looking is. for body goals and yeah. you're trying to get to some other 
spot, you have to know exactly how much protein you're having, how much carbohydrates, how much fat you're having, and then do it for three, four weeks, and then take pictures every day. And then you go, okay, what do I need to adjust? Yeah, you know, pay so, attention when you track or yeah. write it down. So yeah, track it, write it down, and then take a picture every day, and then you'll know exactly what you look like and what the effects of your yeah. different macros are. Yeah. So for both of you, what are your favorite uh, sources for protein? I like beans. I do. I do a lot of beans, mm -hmm. um, especially if I I'll add curry to them. Maybe I'll mash them up, put them in a taco, that sort mm. of deal, and then put different kinds of vegetables on top of it. So I'm the same. Beans and legumes. Yeah, and then tempeh is really awesome. When I go out, they prepare mm -hmm. like awesome stuff. So I've been having this tempeh um, sandwich from Mendocino what Farms. What is tempeh? Um, it's tofu. It's just a different uh, way of making okay. it. Yeah, because I had regular tofu in uh, my um, what is that Asian soup? Uh, Miso? Oh, miso? Is it miso? It's like a clear broth with bah. pieces. Is oh, it the same yeah. thing? Um, no, I think no. it's different. Oh, okay. And I think yeah. tempeh is sprouted, like, right? It's like a fermented tofu. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't like the, the tofu. I don't, okay. like the, I don't like the consistency yeah, of soft that's tofu. Yeah, weird. Tempeh's, tempeh's hard. Better. And like, okay, yeah. I'll try that. And they can make it taste like bacon, and it's really oh, good. Okay. <laughs> There's also something called seitan, seitan and also it's like a good. wheat protein. Yeah. Wheat protein. Okay. And then, you know, people don't realize, but a lot of vegetables have protein in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got You can protein. get tons of protein yeah. from your from vegetables. vegetables. Okay, sounds good to That's know. why you were actually getting a lot of protein, even though you mentally weren't thinking, like, yeah, I'm not getting... Yeah, it's protein, yeah. But, yeah, I felt there was... Mm, I was fine. Because we're so starving. tied to this idea of meat, protein, meat, protein, yeah. not realizing it's abundant in so many different things, not yeah. to have protein, like, all these things of protein that we yeah. have. And you can see from the effect, like, the effect... The fact that you were energetic, you weren't slow and sluggish, mm -hmm. slow and sluggish. You weren't lethargic or tired. Mm -hmm. You had energy, so yeah. whatever you were doing was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Okay, um, this was great. I might have to implement this maybe once a year. Do you suggest yes. doing this yeah. cleanse How often? often yeah. or? I think like every six months. Six Some people months. do it every season, but at okay. least once a year is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then we'll after, what you can do is. You'll feel a certain way. You're so used to taking herbs. I still recommend you take herbs, but you don't have to take them every two and a half hours. Just instead of taking like the man-made um, processed sort of vitamins, find herbal substitutes. Like okay. instead of a multivitamin, find a herbal multivitamin. Yeah. Got it. And then we can find that on your website as well. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. If KMD you guys, herbs. yeah, if you haven't gone to her website, we suggest you do that now. KMDherbs.com. Yes. Or hit Shamaka on, um, hit her up online at where are you on Instagram, social media? KMD Herbs as KMD well. KMD Herbs, okay. Yes. All right, oh. this is good. Thank you yeah, so much for awesome. coming on yeah. again. Yeah. I learned yeah. so much. I have so many notes myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys can find me online at fitwithfallon.com or at fitwithfallon. Shaka, where can they find you? As always, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka Strong. You can find the show at Fit Club BHL. And thanks, guys, for watching and tuning in. Tuning in every week. We will see you same time, same place next week. Take care. See you guys. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us info at blackhollywoodlive.com like us on facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i am the official voice of black hollywood live sipia instagram at king xo bay thanks for tuning in the views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of bhl or its owners or principals